Welcome to another all singing, all dancing Hometime Show podcast. Uh, now, a little bonus for you coming up today. We like to give you bonus treats uh, in every episode of the Hometime podcast, but uh, you're going to hear the main show coming up in a second. Uh, but at the end of tonight's podcast, uh, you're going to get some bonus content, which are basically some of the stuff that came in that we would, we would not be allowed to read out on a live radio show. Uh, we're going to call it the section... What are you like? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Subtitled, we know what you like. We know what you lot are like. It's unbelievable. We we give you an inch and you take a mile. Is that a phrase? I don't know. A yard? I think it is. What's the metric conversion? Uh, Inch and, yeah, give an inch, take a mile. You you were spot on, spot on. Yeah, that's what happened. Without further ado, here's the main body of the podcast and there's bonus stuff at the end. What are you like? We are still slightly apart, making our little ginger steps back to the studio. And uh, uh, on my trip in today, Bush, I have to share this with you because it made me smile. I was sat on the tube, my last leg of my journey into work, sat on the Victoria Line, a very empty Victoria Line. And I looked up and there was a sign opposite me that TFL have got on the windows of all the tube uh, tube trains that say, please keep your distance, maintain social distancing where possible. Very, very, very easy to do at the moment because the tubes are just so empty. But someone's tinkered with the sign. And I've got to be honest, it made me smile. What they'd done is they'd managed to shrink the bottom part of the sign so that it now says, please keep your distance... Maintain dancing where possible. <laughs> Which, like it. I looked at it and I was kind of like, okay, I know what they're trying to say. All right, no one's going to be like actually doing like the samba in the middle of the tube carriage. We're still all going to be social distancing. But it just made me smile and I liked it. It's like a little bit of positive civil dis- disobedience or something, isn't it? Mucking around with something just to try and put a smile on people's faces. I mean, I even get that a little bit, and this is like pre-lockdown and everything, I still get a little smile on my face when I see that someone sprayed uh, a smiley face onto the green light at traffic lights. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cheers you up a little bit, doesn't it? Exactly. That, that's what it is, all right? It's, it's tinkering with something. Oh, we, we, you know, we know they shouldn't have done that, but it's just it's to make people smile. Speaking of tinkering, right, has anyone listening to this right now ever heard of yarn bombing? Yarn, of yarn bombing? bombing? What is yarn bombing? It's, it's a thing, right? Uh, our uh, youngest daughter, Thea, goes to a childminder, a lovely lady a couple of streets down called Pauline, and her daughter, who's a keen knitter, she does this thing called yarn bombing. And I think it's kind of uh, come to the fore during lockdown when everyone's been a bit fed up as like a little way to lift people's spirits. What she does, her daughter will knit something, then screech up in the car, jump out, and stick a woolly hat on a thing that doesn't normally have a woolly hat, like an inanimate <laughs> object. So the post box that's directly opposite where we live right here, yeah. it's now got this amazing woolly hat hat which means it looks like the post box is sat there smiling at you like someone out of thomas the tank engine so does that it's mean, amazing does that mean the post box has been yarn bombed it's been yarn bombed it's got a willy out <laughs> uh, maria's got in touch uh, there is a town in east sussex called uckfield uh, the river <laughs> uck goes through it and as maria says i'll just leave that there it's probably best that you do maria uh, do you know what, it's funny she should say that because my other half, Katie, is from a place called Annick in Northumberland and she lives just down the road from this place called Shillbottle. Now, I remember uh, Stuart Lee doing a massive thing on his stand-up show about how people used to go and change the sign, draw on 
shill bottle to turn it into something else. <laughs> and it was weird when I was first time I went up to visit her and we drove past the sign. I was like, oh my god, it's that place from Stuart Lee's stand up, <laughs> which they keep changing. So, yeah, we want to hear from you if you have seen something tinkered with uh, that made you smile. Uh, Terry, what have you spotted? The sign that greets people as they come into Western Supermare from the motorway, mm-hmm. the M5 says welcome to western supermare and it has our little crest on yeah and somebody had typed it up we apologize for any inconvenience caused put it underneath <laughs> you know i've spent a lot of time in western supermare living in bristol for 10 15 years western's kind of turned it around a little bit it's kind of upped its game a little bit don't you think we try our best <laughs> it's you almost know. as if someone as Western Supermare got like a, a, a rival town it's as if a rival seaside town has come in and done that sounds very unfair Bridgewater <laughs> oh yeah. so there's always local, trouble with Bridgewater trouble over Bridgewater <laughs> he's pointing the finger Bush yeah oh, right. and this is it this is, this is the war <laughs> Terry that's great thank you very much Absolute pleasure, gentlemen. Neil's tweeted, says, At Farrington Station, there is a sign on the National Rail side of the station that tells the drivers, don't forget to drop your pantograph. (laughs) You can see where this is going. I've never said my sense of humour is particularly clever. Um, Someone has covered the O-graph part with the paper, uh, but with an S. So now it reads, drivers, don't forget to drop your pants. Do you know what? Genuine question, right? <laughs> do you think they do this in America? I, I don't think they do this in America. It's <laughs> no. something about the United Kingdom. I don't know what it is, but it's just what we do. I mentioned earlier on uh, Stuart Lee's fantastic thing about, um, or I need to be careful with my words, Shillbottle, uh, the town up north. Uh, and my other half, Katie, is from Annick, which is just down the road from it. People always change it to someone else. Cy Puck has just tweeted the show to say it still happens in Shillbottle. He sent a photograph and they're still drawing a T with the Ellis. <laughs> good on them. Oh, good reporting, Si. Uh, Hazel, you've got one for us, haven't you? Yes. What a is it, Hazel? Cock. <laughs> right. In Dorking, in Surrey, there's a big cockerel on a roundabout. It's been there for a few years, and every time there's an event, it gets yarn bombed or dressed up. So has yarn bombing, we mentioned it earlier on, they've been doing it yeah. to the post box across the road, putting a willy hat yeah. on it. Has this been around before lockdown or has this just happened No, uh, no, no, this, uh, was, this, is, this is pre-lockdown. This, is always, this has been going on for quite a long time. But they always try and do something that's um, of the moment. When the Olympics were there, Sea Dorking was, is near Box Hill when they had the um, bike race. So they put gold medals on it. Um, and and, I mean you you can find photos of it um, on the internet as well you can't miss it though it's a big big silver cockerel on a roundabout and as we were driving up to it recently um, they'd put a face mask on it which was obviously because of lockdown (laughs) (laughs) that's brilliant so you've had it's been yarn bombs it's had a face mask it's had Olympic medals on it anything else you've spotted? Um, they they had a traffic cone. They admitted some sort of traffic cone for the Queen. Because you put a traffic cone on everything, don't you, when you've had a few drinks? Yeah, So for absolutely. the Queen's 90th, there was a big celebration. They put a traffic cone on it. It's what the Queen would have wanted. I think that's the perfect <laughs> thing for a birthday. Well known she goes around the corridors of Buckingham Palace with a traffic cone on her head. <laughs> <laughs> Now, in other news, as I mentioned at the top of the hour, I've been doing a bit of stripping. (laughs) And I mean wallpaper stripping. I've been stripping our bedroom of wallpaper ahead of uh, the uh, decorators coming in on Friday. So I've been doing it all day today. 
sick of that steamer all day yesterday as well but it's done so as we speak right now downstairs all the walls are bare ready for the decorators to come in and like i say work their magic on friday here's the thing right i really 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 want to write something on the wall before it gets covered up with wallpaper again because <laughs> i was i was scraping it all off downstairs thinking there's going to be someone on the wall there's going to be something interesting written on the wall absolutely nothing there's nothing on there at all and i'd like to write something on there this evening so that people living in this house 30 years on will be able to reveal it and read it uh, you know, when they do some decorating and, and wonder what it was that made me write that or whatever. But I'm open to all suggestions. Maybe this is something that you do as standard when you do decorating. The world's your oyster here, isn't it? I, I'd be tempted to... I, I, I'd want to personalise it. I'd be tempted to sort of, like, write as if it was like a diary entry from a day of my life, some kind of Samuel Pepys thing. Like that, what, maybe with like, a, maybe you had a fountain pen a few months back. I did. A bit of fountain pen on there. <laughs> yeah. Dear diary. <laughs> Today I was a, decorating and I struggled. Exactly. Just, you know, bear your soul on the wall. Do you know what, though? I put it on Twitter earlier on, and this is just star listeners, and we've seen it in the first hour of the show. I'd say 60% of people straight off the bat have suggested a, a bit of anatomy to draw on the wall. <laughs> 60% of our listeners. Unbelievable. So look, I want to hear from you tonight, right? First of all, if you've got any good suggestions of what I can write, I will do it this evening. I've got I've got the, uh, the Sharpie ready to go. Secondly, though, if you do write anything on the wall uh, when you do decorating for whatever reason, I've heard of decorators signing their work and dating it before they cover it up with the lining paper for the wall. That kind of stuff's interesting too. Joe says, once while decorating, I drew a huge... Now, he's gone body part here. I've, uh, I've rephrased it. I drew a huge something on my kitchen wall intending to paint over... <laughs> intending on to his pa- own. <laughs> yeah, his on own kitchen wall. His own one, intending to paint over it later... But before I could, the delivery man from Comet arrived and casually strolled into the kitchen with my new fridge freezer. I was so embarrassed I couldn't look him in the eye. Fantastic, fantastic psychopath right there. Al says, uh, when you write something about Copites being, you know what, if you've been to Goodison Park, you'll know the chant. I might do that. So staying on the football angle, it says, I do flooring and I left Arsenal pictures in a Spurs fan's house. Oh, yes. Yes. I love that. Rachel of the North has just tweeted the show two seconds ago saying, uh, what about this? My brother painted the Uriah Heap Abominog cover on my cousin's wall. This is essentially like a, a monkey devil on fire, painted at incredibly high quality, but then they papered it back over again. So the next owner of that house is going to have literally a heart attack. Uh, John suggests live, love, laugh. Thank you very much for that as well. And Duncan says, guys, I have a piece of wood from my late dad's house built in 1890. Not only is it signed, but they varnished it too. Amazing. Ooh, wow, that's, that's going the next level. Adam, what are you putting on the wall? The price of a Big Mac mill because they go up many, many times over the years because I still remember when they were £2.88. Wow, that's amazing. And is this something that you might have done before when you've been decorating? Um, I haven't done it myself, no, because I don't ever decorate. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I'm, I'm looking here at a menu. I might be reading this wrong. I think a medium meal, £4.29 at the moment. Have I, have I got that drastically wrong? Have I read that wrong? Is that about right? It sounds about right from nowadays, yes. Brilliant. So I can write down 
whatever it is for the price of that meal, Big Mac, as we stand right here on the 3rd of March 2021, and then maybe in 30 years' time, people can take the wallpaper off and go, blimey, they've gone up a bit in price, haven't they? <laughs> Yeah, they'll probably be about 20 quid by then. I think if I was taking wallpaper off in 20 years' time, I'd hope for something a little bit more saucy than <laughs> um, the price of a Big Mac from a decade ago. <laughs> What's wrong with a Big Mac? They're saucy enough. Love a Big Mac sauce. All right, Adam, thank you very much. No worries, have a good day. What about this? My dad was a joiner, and when he used to, he used to sign all of his work with a pair of boobs with his signature underneath this is what's written on the text right he did it on a bathroom wall of a new house before the painters covered it up a few days later the brand new owners ran the bath and the steam made the boobs visible through the paint oh and they put in an official complaint oh dear, dear oh dear me. cautionary tale bush yeah. uh, mark what are you putting on the wall oh just out of four well if you put up a sort of like a fake treasure map uh, as such, so like, i.e., upstairs, you could put on there, um, you know, I've left such and such in a stud wall. It might, um, the next person who buys the house, it might push them to, you know, take down the walls to try and find it. So you're trying to, you're suggesting I leave someone on the wall that sends the next owner completely insane? Basically, yeah. They can go around the whole of the house, the garden, trying to find whatever you uh, decide to put on the wall. Treasure. Unless there is treasure, but it's just mildly underwhelming. It's like a, a, a pouch of giant chocolate buttons or something. <laughs> yeah, or when Arsenal won the last cup or something, that would be gold dust. Oh. Right, let's get this fella oh. off. We didn't know this was going to suddenly turn. He sounded lovely, and then Mark, I thought, oh dear, 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 Mark. You messed it up for yourself, Mark. <laughs> Uh, James Rossiter has sent us an email. It says, Bush and Ritchie, your caller who records prices of Big Mac meals is onto a hot economic barometer. The Big Mac index is a real measure of global standards of living, and it also looks at inflation as well. He says, I know as a former journalist covering economics investments for The Times and The Evening Standard, this is a true source of economics. Uh, there's even a Mars bar econo- uh, index. I kid you not, handy as it contains all the basic food staples, such as sugar, eggs, etc. The price of a Mars bar has clearly gone up in absolute terms in 50 years but in relative terms it's far more affordable well there you go cheers james i would just remind everyone it has been the budget today once again home time talking about global economic uh, you know factors and this kind of thing we're always topical so you know don't knock us uh, another text here guys what about a picture of roy pak Choi on the wall you could sign it bush so that when roy is famous the picture and signature will be worth a lot of money what do you reckon to that one well there you go from the sublime to the ridiculous <laughs> i'll give it a go here's another name to fire at you dolly parton not one you'll hear mentioned uh, much on this show but it's an interesting story right so dolly parton has invested millions of her own money into this uh, moderna vaccination which is one of the ones that we're all getting with the jabs and oh, she got so. to have her first jab yesterday of the own one that she has been putting the money into. Here's what happened when Dolly Parton went to get her jab. Vaccine, 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 vaccine. I'm begging of you, please don't hesitate. (laughs) I love the fact that she's, like, changed her own classic song to the words, which did make us think. Now, that's what I call vaccine. Amazing. Imagine imagine the uh, 
do you remember this from the chart show? Uh, was it on the the countdown on top of the pops? It where was. the record would flip towards you, then smash into pieces, then flip back again, then smash into pieces. I love this bit of music. And this is what you need to think. What songs need to go on that compilation album, right? Okay, so Dolly's changed Jolene. You have a thing what yeah. you want to change, what you want to put on there, and we can put it on our compilation album. Now that's what I call vaccine. Georgie says it's got to be In These Arms by Bon Jovi. In your left or in your right, you choose. <laughs> uh, Chris is going back through the decades. Frank Sinatra, I've got you under my skin. That's good. Stone Roses, I am the vaccination, says someone. Although Ian Brown won't be happy with that one. And Julia <laughs> says, vaccinate by Warren G. They're all going on the double album. Uh, Gary says, jabs the way I like it by Casey and the Sunshine Band. Uh, very good. Uh, this one, Jab Thumping by Chumbawamba. We get locked down, but we got out again. I like that. Good message as well. Uh, Survivor, Eye of the Pfizer, says Martin. <laughs> Personal favourite of mine so far. Rainy suggesting Ocean Colour Scene with The Day We Caught the Strain. Oh, what a lovely song that is. I want to stick that on as soon as we're out of all this madness. <laughs> Demetrius says, Culture Club, do you really want to hurt me? There's a lot of people who are quite scared of the whole injection side of things, and it seems like Demetrius feels the same way. Catherine isn't. She's gone musical with One Day I'll Flew Away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Jim Aram has been on to say, again, another person who's scared of getting the little injection, Comfortably Numb by uh, Pink Floyd. Uh, David has a couple of suggestions. He's so anything by The Cure would work on there. Also going with Eric Clapton's Behind the Mask. See what you've done there. I like that. Very strong. I'm sure Eric would be all over that. Uh, Satwant on Twitter's had a couple of goes at it. Jabin by Bob Marley. Nice. And Bad Medicine by Bon Jovi. <laughs> and Daniel's making sure that we're catering for everybody. He says, if you're an anti-vaxxer, you might appreciate Alice Cooper's Poison on there. Oh, I see what he's done there. Right, so here's the bonus session. What are you like, all right? These are the things that we could not read out, uh, particularly during the first segment of the show where we were after the things that have been tinkered with that have made you smile. Uh, Shane says, I drove past a sign for a canal museum once and someone had painted over a sea in canal and then it read... Well, I think you know what it read. It read, <laughs> it read that. Thanks, Shane. Thanks for texting that in, mate. Uh, Alex in Birchington. There's a road near my work in Broadstairs called Poor Hole Lane. Every time the council tries to repair it, it gets a big bottle of Tipex or something and wites out the R. So there, read it. <laughs> what are you like? <laughs> what are you like? Uh, Pete Morgan says, someone painted out the sea. Oh, we go again. An <laughs> Basin near me. What's going on? Uh, and they also changed Wendover to Bendover. Thank you very much. Very carry on. Thanks, Pete. And then I live on the Ashby Canal and someone's gone right. at right. OK, Brendan, <laughs> okay. that's enough. 